0: This is Sid and Friends in the morning. 77 WABC. I have to
1: wait.
0: I may not always love you. But long as there are stars
1: above you, you never need to doubt it. I'll make you so sure about it. God only knows what I'd be without
0: you. Did Beach you Boys classic on this Brian Wilson me? birthday. Today we celebrate Lionel Richie and Brian Wilson. So I'll be on uh, One Nation again with Brian Kilmeade coming up on Fox News on Saturday night with a person I've never heard of. That's only because I'm not that smart. This person, uh, Frank will know this person. She writes for Newsweek magazine. I think she's the editor. She's a big deal. And her name is Bacha Ungar Sargon. You know this person? I do, actually. I knew you would.
1: A- and uh, actually, I'm a big fan.
0: Is I- that right? I- yeah, absolutely. I have absolutely. no idea who she is. Yeah, I was actually good. offended when uh, Teatro sent me that. No, she's very good. Uh, but she writes for Newsweek. So she's got to be, is she on my team or the other team? I, I, uh,
1: well, she's very pro-Jewish. In fact, oh, I good. was at a policy dinner that she was at one time, and she tried to convert everyone else at the dinner into being Jewish.
0: Well, it wouldn't be a bad idea. We are the chosen people. Yeah. That is the voice of the other side of Midnight, highly rated, tremendous overnight program, 1 to 5 a.m. every day. He's on this show once a week, my dear friend Frank Morano. And I was in uh, your neighborhood on Saturday night, huh. the Craig Carton baseball game at John Matiti's beautiful Ferry Hawk Stadium, Julie Staten Island University Hospital Stadium, and then we all had dinner at one of your favorite spots, you know your mom friends. <laughs>
1: Angelina's Kitchen at the Staten Island Mall. It's very good. You know, I like Angelina's Kitchen. I wouldn't call it, uh, I wouldn't call it one of my favorite spots, but it is good. I enjoy the original Angelina's better, but it's... That's on the water, the original, right? That's right, in yeah. Tottenville. Really, that's, that's, where, that's where more of the mobsters go, on the water. True. Yeah. That's true. I'd <laughs> yeah. love to tell you that's not true. A yeah. ah. nice. uh, happy birthday to Brian Wilson as well. Did you see that uh, B- Brian Wilson movie of Love and Mercy who's with up, John who, Cusack? Who's doing the interview
0: here? I'm just kidding. Well, you. sir, I I'm yeah. Curious? No, I'm just, I mean, because all of a sudden now you're asking me questions. I, well, I I mean, am I into the son of midnight, or is this no sitting friends in the morning? <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. But what is the name of it now? It's Love and Mercy, like the Beach, like the Brian Wilson. You know, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I appreciate that. I had Mike Love on the show. <laughs> it's not a to you. A couple of months ago, and he was a great interview. I think you had him too. And I do like some of the Beach Boys songs, but unlike Bill O'Reilly, I'd never put the Beach Boys in my top fifty. So I 50, did not right. see that, okay. yeah. yeah. But
1: it's great even if you don't like the music. No, I don't it's dislike really them. No, just... but that's right. You should check out Paul yeah. Giamatti's in it. He's terrific. I love him. He plays that doctor that screwed everybody up, you know. No, I don't know. He was pig vomiting in Howard Stern's no, no. Uh, movie. Well, I know, but in yeah. the Beach Boys. I don't the... know about the Beach Boys okay. doctor. Well, the... Was there a doctor like the guy that killed Michael Jackson? Uh, n- not quite that Not bad. like that, no. Not, but he had no. a Svengali-like hold on them. <laughs> now, um, yeah. speaking of, I have two gifts for you. Why? But why? But why do you have gifts from me? Well, it started out my birthday. It started out as a birthday gift, but it's taken a while to get this to uh, to fruition. So now it's a combination of anniversary gift uh, slash ratings gift slash cracking the top twenty in the Talkers Heavy Hundred. Wow! There are two gifts. One you do not deserve, but you need. Okay. I don't deserve it, but I need The other it. one you very much deserve. Let okay. me first give you what you do not deserve, right. given your frequent disparaging of uh, my favorite borough, the borough of my birth. That is Staten Island. I'm you, not going to open this. Is this a Staten Island flag? That is exactly what that is. This is is a Staten Island flag. So the next time you're out there on Staten Island for, you know, a Craig Carton charity event or whatever the case may be, you can wave that Staten Island flag proudly. I can wrap myself in it. Forget about Craig Carton. (laughs) I mean, Homer Bush is
0: my guy. The 30 Hawks are my team. I'm sure he'll be back this summer for our
1: baseball team. That's
0: right. I can show up wrapped in this Staten Island flag. That's right. I got one better for you. I've been told that Anna Delpaus who's going to join me at 9.05 this morning running against Ari Kagan in the race to beat Justin Brown in Brooklyn, I can give her this because you
1: tell me she lives in Staten Island. Well, that is what the evidence <laughs> seems to suggest at this point. Why she's not running in Staten Island, I don't understand. Now. Thank you for this. This is... I was reluctant to give you on uh, on the one <laughs> hand because as all of... There's one thing about you that your critics and your fans can all agree upon, which is you may be the one person in radio that could even make Eric Adams look humble. And uh, <laughs> I don't want to feed into your ego necessarily. However, you do have to give credit where credit is due. And I've been wanting to give this to you for a while. And the ratings that you're doing are extraordinary, as you know, and you've talked about before, but what I don't know that the audience has a full appreciation of is this is a team effort that we have here at the radio station. Everybody's doing great. The station's doing great. But the numbers you're doing in the morning are really propelling all of us, and we're benefiting from the incredible job that you've done in the morning. So this is a, a piece of art that I've had commissioned, and that is all of the weekday WABC lineup, at least all the important people. And that is all of us behind you with John and Margot looking down from an this airplane. Unbelievable! And that is all of us sitting on your back, essentially, because the the um, the incredible ratings that you have done legitimately, and I'm not uh, blowing smoke, and people should know that you are um, carrying. All of us. And uh, you're really the linchpin of our lineup, and you deserve, uh, seriously, all the credit and recognition in the world for that. Uh, A great piece of art, wonderful artist that uh, that did this. Her name's Meryl Rosner. Uh, It's an original piece of art, Sid Rosenberg artwork.
0: This is gorgeous. Isn't it great? I see Rita Cosby. I see Dominic Carter. I see uh, Curtis to my left, Rudy in a balloon, John and Margo in an airplane. Um, I believe that, is that Ernie Anastas? No, that's you, that's, that's you. Yeah, I'm a little thinner oh, in the Brian picture. Oh, that's Brian Kilmeade, yeah. that's Kilmeade, and who's the guy waving with the glasses? Uh, Le- Mark Levin. No, Levine is holding the American flag next to Dominic Carter, I believe. Yeah. Who's this guy? Uh, that is... Is that uh, Bernard? No, that's Noam Leighton. Oh, my is God. He's the only bald
1: person of the But
0: you. why is Noam Layton on here and not Lou Rufino? Um, Well, oh, because he has his Lou, own show. Lou doesn't have
1: his own program. Right, he's got the news show. A lot of people believe he should, but uh, right. until that day comes. You this know. is unbelievable. Yeah. What a gorgeous. Well, if you want, I'll, I'll get it framed for you, but. Uh, no, I'll you know, get you it can, framed. Yeah, it's I love a, a this. really. Gr- I think it's a terrific. Now, piece where does this
0: lady Meryl Rajno live? Is she a Staten Island native? No, she's ever? a Manhattanite. Wow, she is extraordinary. Very this is talented. Great. Very I jealous. mean, even the the New York skyline with me sitting on top of the, I guess it's one of those buildings, Freedom Tower, Empire State, I don't know, but this is good. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank and you very much. Yeah,
1: thank you to Meryl wow. for the great work she put into well, no, that a lot of time. Thank you for
0: thinking of this,
1: yes. but she is a very talented lady. No doubt about it. Oh, no my God. It. It. Thank
0: you. Yes.
1: Happy birthday. Happy anniversary. Happy God, so ratings. Awesome. Well, happy heavy you. hundred. Thank you. Uh, you too, by the way. You're in there too, number That's 65. Right. We did a very 65. good job. So a Staten Island flag which I'm going to hang outside I had them my queen's out. house. I had them edit out... uh Greg Kelly from that picture. Thank you. So uh, yeah. I didn't want to be you insulting. You I didn't notice that. He's the Frank, only yes. one not in yet. <laughs> that's, right. that's right. Frank knew what he was doing. No, all kidding aside, he's the
0: only one. That's why
1: Frank at the beginning said
0: uh, No, I also don't see, what's his name? Um, that's right. What's his name? uh name? Uh, the guy that does, uh, my friend, uh, Bo Snurdly. Oh, Buster, yeah. Buster uh, uh, yes. That, Buster was, that, that, only, that yeah. was an oversight. I mean, yeah. look. That was, was an oversight. Only so many. But Greg, fit we don't like Greg on this show. He's a douchebag. Oh, my God. Right, so he's not on.
1: Okay, well, this is beautiful. beautiful like the. Old Soviet uh, photographs, when you fall out of favor with the Politburo, <laughs> yeah. they airbrush you out of the picture. Well, the,
0: the difference picture. is, is Putin will kill that person. <laughs> I'm not going to kill Greg <laughs> Kelly. He's just not making the picture. Well, yeah, this yeah. is really loved. I'm going to take a picture of this and put it on Instagram coming up. This is awesome.
1: Super. Thank great. you. I'm you glad do, you I know, really love this. I, I, swear know, to God. I, I really do, too. I'm like, I it's I got one myself,
0: too. So That's great. great. Frank well. Marano, folks, what a sweetheart. Great, great radio guy and a sweetheart. Thank you very much. Thank now, you. Next couple of minutes, I do want to get to some of these uh, city mm-hmm. council races. I saw moments ago on New York One yesterday, Yusef Salam, mm. one of the kids that absolutely was wilding in Central Park that night. I don't care what Anna DuVernay tries to, Ava DuVernay writes or what they tell you exonerated by. That kid was an animal. And he, uh, he's running against Inez Dickens, who has her own issues but I think you even said yesterday this Harlem race
1: may be the most exciting city council race of all. Oh, no. Certainly in the Democratic primary. There's a couple of races that have competitive Democrats a couple of races that have competitive Republican primaries. There's even one or two competitive general elections. But this Harlem race is absolutely the most uh, high-stakes Democratic primary in Manhattan, probably in all of New York City. You have uh, Yusef Salaam and uh, the uh, and Inez Dickens, who's the Assembly member, who represent two very different visions of the Democratic Party. Inez Dickens is kind of your more old-school, traditional New York Democrat. She doesn't like things like the crime. She uh, doesn't want uh, you know the police to be defunded. Yusef Salam and uh, the other assemblyman that's running, uh, Al Taylor, I believe his name is. He uh, is on the other side of that. So now what they're trying to do with ranked choice voting, they're actually trying to team up against Inez Dickens, saying, vote for me first, vote for me second. And then this way, whoever you vote for, just don't vote for Inez Dickens so that uh, she doesn't get in. Now, meantime, Charles Rangel has endorsed Inez Dickens. Eric Adams has endorsed Inez Dickens. This is, in terms of an ideological contrast, one of the starkest ideological contrasts that there is. You have Inez Dickens, who's an old-school kind of pro-law enforcement Democrat, and then Youssef Salam, who would not want any police in his Pacific yeah, of course if it was up to him. Right.
0: You know, you talk about ranked-choice voting, and you said to me... That in all likelihood, Samantha Zerka is not going to win her race. She's going up against Mike Rendino's sister. Yeah, and this is is a Republican primary in the Bronx. That's right. Uh, And uh, also, Havernack, which is Curtis's guy. But you said with ranked choice voting,
1: she can do some damage. To the front runner, what does that race look like? Uh, you know, I, I really think it's anyone's game. You know, I, it really is going to depend on who has the better ground operation. You have to give a little bit of an edge, I would think, to uh, Christine Marmorado in the Republican primary because she's the organization's candidate. And he's know, Randino's sister. Right, exactly. I right. have to see this video that Curtis has. Oh, I saw it. It's
0: hysterical. Some guy's calling out Mike Randino because the uh, consensus is, is that Randino lives on Long Island in garden city not in the bronx so some guy is calling he goes to the rendino's house in the bronx he goes come on out mike and according to curtis in the video some real tough italian looking guy i saw comes it. out you did see it it's hysterical. no mike rendino that's true that's but true. his sister is running and she may very well win she's got zero political experience
1: Zero. Yeah, a lot of people don't have political experience, and th- that's not a reason to hold somebody against you. You want people running for a city council that want to be active in their community. The question is, is this nepotism? Is this nepotism by someone that's chairman of a party that he doesn't even live in that party's borough? And um, what about these other gripes that people have brought up? I, I don't know what the truth is, but uh, I know you've invited Rendino on this program, right? Yeah. Yeah. so and he,
0: and he has not accepted. Really, what happened was is, well, there's a lot of other opportunities for Bronx
1: Republicans to be heard. on yeah, Major media. Outlets, I guess there? so.
0: And I didn't even the truth is he reached out to us. Oh, really? He was so upset at the Samantha Zerker's appearance. He reached out to Justin, John, I think, and a few others and said, I'd love to go on Sid's show and correct the record. Hmm. And guess what's happened? Nothing. There's well, nothing to correct. Everything she said was true.
1: According he, to Curtis, he's got this uh, business. Uh, I don't know if it's a, a a store or a bar near Yankee Stadium in the Bronx, and uh, maybe, it's the bar right next yeah, door. Yeah, the famous place. You could pop in there. Yeah, the next time you're at a Yankee you know, game. Not, you're, there. not that you you spend much time in bars. Anymore. <laughs> I don't, but,
0: or Yankee games. I'm a Met man, but I do <laughs> go to Yankee games uh, every now and then. All right, let's get to uh, some of the national stuff. Donald Trump was on with Brett Baer last night. Mm. You and I talk all the time weekly. Almost 99% of the time, it's about the local stuff. Very rarely have I gotten your opinion on Donald Trump. What do you think about the
1: latest indictment? Although, by the way, you were kind enough to have me on when I wrote that letter to the Commission on Judicial Conduct on the the Trump judge in the first indictment, the state case that Alvin Bragg is bringing. The Commission on Judicial Conduct has essentially said that they find no problem with (laughs) the fact that Judge Mershon, this just came out last week, that Judge Mershon made a campaign contribution to Joe Biden. So what I'd like to know is, does this standard apply to every judge? Is is every judge in the state of New York now free to make political comp- campaign contributions? I was talking to some judges this, this week, and they said this is a groundbreaking ruling. And they want in writing essentially what this this group has saying, that uh, you're allowed to make political contributions, which is the opposite yeah. of
0: what they've been y- You're not allowed. By. Judge Napolitano has told me time and time again, you're not allowed. So they screwed you. They're making up rules just to get past your letter, but you were right on the money. Your instincts were right. What this judge did was awful. He should recuse himself if not being thrown off the case. And he's still there, which is ridiculous. But uh, Trump was on with Brett Baer last Mm -hmm. night. Baer gave him a hard time about this whole document scandal.
1: What are your thoughts? Well, look, I think the document scandal is uh, is bad. I I think it does look like he uh, broke the law. I I think the question, though, is, is it selective prosecution, right? And I think there's also a political element to this. I, I think in Florida are you ever going to get 12 Floridians in a state where Donald Trump is relatively popular to all say that he is guilty? I don't think so. I I think that um, it raises a lot of questions. And ultimately, for uh, leaking of classified material, usually it's just kind of low-level people like Chelsea Manning and Edward Snowden and uh, reality winner that get uh, get thrown in prison for that. Usually presidents (laughs) and the powerful don't get thrown in prison for leaking classified information. They usually get a slap on the like General Petraeus or, or, or uh, Sandy Berger. But well, you don't think that Donald Trump is going to win? I think there's a good chance that he could. I mean, I think the whole election for the general comes down to four states. I think he's almost certainly going to be the Republican nominee. And assuming it's a Trump versus Biden rematch in the general election, which yeah. I don't think is a guarantee. I think there is a real possibility that Biden may not be the Democratic nominee. And I think that's part of the reason why you're seeing Gavin Newsom do this media tour, including outlets that wouldn't Traditionally host a Democrat, like Sean Hannity's TV show, uh, I think they may use the Democrats, this Hunter Biden situation, to push Biden off the edge. The Democrats, not necessarily the Republicans, because they don't want Biden running as a nominee. But assuming it is a Biden versus Trump rematch, then I think the whole election comes down to four states. I think it comes down to Georgia, Arizona, Nevada, and Wisconsin. And if the election's held today, I still think Biden wins the plurality of those states. But the election's not today. If if there's a recession uh, a year, but between now and a year from now, then yep. I think that would bode well for the challenger. Of course, if there's a strong no labels candidate that siphons off oh, some of that anti-Trump oh, vote, that's not going to happen. Uh, well, I don't know. Don't be so sure. Well, I think well, Joe Manchin. Well, look, again, you're talking. You need. It, uh, it, those states were decided by a minuscule margin. Right. So, so you're if even for,
0: uh, half a percent Right. Which goes, goes the we other We saw way. what Ross Perot, those types of folks made a big difference even without getting a lot of votes. Well, they actually changed. That would have been a Bush win instead of went
1: to Clinton, right? Well, uh, first of all, I have never subscribed to the conventional wisdom on that. I mean, there, even when Perot dropped out, Clinton was still leading in the yep. race. There yep. was no point... At that point in the race, in which Bush was was leading, and if you look at the autopsy of that election, a lot of the people that were that voted for Perot, there there were pretty much divided between Bush voters, Clinton voters, and people that wouldn't have voted for either yep. of those candidates. Yep. But we'll see. The point is, there's a lot of dynamics, and that the election is not today. The election's a year from now, more than a year from now. So we'll see where it goes.
0: Thirty seconds to go. YouTube has removed the latest Robert F. Kennedy Jr. interview. Uh, I guess it's starting to feel like even though he's only getting about 20% compared to Biden's 60-plus – that Robert Kennedy, uh, and this will make uh, Jimmy Breslin's son, Kevin Breslin, very happy. Robert Kennedy may in fact be a legitimate competitor. You've got of mind. He's your
1: friend. What do you think? I, well, he's not my friend, but I do like him. And I'm pr- very pro-vaccination, but I, I respond to a lot of what he's saying here. Not just on the vax issue, but other issues. I think it's terrible what YouTube did. They should show all this information, let people make whatever decisions they want based on the information available. You have to slap a warning label on there. Slap a warning label. But Kennedy is not just polling at upwards of 20 percent. And I've heard from people within the Kennedy campaign that their internal numbers are even stronger than that. But he, because Biden is poised to skip New Hampshire, it looks like he's actually going to have a good shot at winning this New Hampshire primary, which is extraordinary for an incumbent Democratic president to actually lose the New Hampshire primary. It's extraordinary. So and um look, uh, Kennedy is polling higher than every Republican yep. that's running for president except for Trump and DeSantis. That's so right. I, I don't think he's going to be the nominee, but I think the the thousands and tens of thousands of people that are responding to his message as a donor and as a voter that really could hold the key to who the next president is
0: that is a great job first of all again thank you so much the staten island flag i think is adorable but this painting by uh merrill rosner oh Very my nice. god is this beautiful so so thank you so
1: much you're welcome happy anniversary happy birthday thank you i love and you the rest that's you uh too. the
0: great host of the other side of midnight folks i promise you entertaining. You how smart the guy is. 1 to 5 every morning, my dear friend Frank Morano. Thank you so much.